Hello, my friends, and welcome to another episode of Prosecco and Ponies with Tony. This is a super special episode because I got to do a Skype call with one of my dearest, best humans on the planet. Her name is Maggie, and we've been friends for about eight years now. And this is about her very first trip with me to Canada. We went to Toronto uh, together. And this is sort of about her experience as an American coming to Canada for the first time. And one thing I wanted to say is after her and I recorded this, I got a message from someone um, who said, I didn't know where I was at Prosecco and Ponies. You scared the shit out of me on a desolate I-30 somewhere in Texas. So What's funny about this message is her and I had just laughed about, oh my God, can you imagine if I had a biker listener and we had talked about it and laughed like, can you imagine if I had this like big beefy biker that listened to my podcast and then I had a big beefy biker (laughs) that listened to my podcast and it just, the timing was hilarious and I completely forgot Dave if you're listening, which I'm sure you will, this was not about you. (laughs) I just thought it was too hilarious. But anyways, this is my Skype interview with Maggie, who is the queen of multitasking. So she did her little Skype interview with me while she was painting her new salon, which we'll talk a little bit about in the episode. But this is about Maggie's first trip to Canada and the fun that we had and some of the differences that she noticed between our countries. And she just is, she literally is like my sister and I just love her to absolute bits. So this is my talk with her and I hope you enjoy. So I am here on Skype from Manitoba to New York. And I am talking to my New York sister. Her name is Maggie. I have adopted her into my life. And she's stuck with me forever. (laughs) Which isn't as scary as it sounds. And this is just going to be 40 minutes of us talking over one another. (laughs) No, it's going to be 40 minutes of me talking over you. Sorry. (laughs) That's fine. I feel like I'm used to that after like eight years now. So... Okay, so we're going to keep this light and fun, and we're going to talk about when you came to Canada for the very first time. An experience that I will never, ever forget, especially because it was the very first time leaving my country. If that's not the most American thing I've ever said, just cancel the rest of this. because It's not, actually. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so I guess we'll probably arrive at that, that at some point. <laughs> like, it's actually not, but it's close. Like, it's close up there. So... I want you to tell me, after you crossed over the border, so you took the bus because you didn't want to drive because you're an angry driver and you're very, (laughs) you're very nervous. And as you pointed out, I'm in a constant state of alarm. (laughs) You are always in a constant state of alarm. I, when we, when I was there visiting you, we were walking down that front street, I think it was like that main street where I fell and we were walking there and a car We were walking across and a car was coming up, pulling very slowly to the stop sign to a normal stop. And you gasped. And I've (laughs) never I've just never seen anybody do that before. So you are an alarmist sometimes for certain things, like when people are doing something that you're not expecting maybe them to do, like stop at a stop sign. You gasp. And I I don't stopped very fast. In my defense, you need to stop 
Like your brakes should be hit like probably sooner than two feet before the stop sign, ideally. I feel like they did. And I feel like you were just startled because it was a quiet car. And I feel like you didn't know it was coming up until it was stopping because you were talking to me. And I feel loud pipes save lives. Okay. (laughs) You should put that on the shirt. They have it on a shirt. It's for motorcycle people who are like, "Mm, motorcycle people need to be treated with more respect. And you're like, okay, loud pipes save lives. And like, also, they wake me up and my dog up at 10 o'clock at night and I go to bed at eight. So please don't. Did you ever watch South Park episode with the bikers? Do you know that episode? I don't think so. They were making fun of bikers and they're like, making all the bike noise and they're like oh i don't think they i don't think they can hear us vroom, 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 vroom. and they were making fun of how loud bikes are and that bikers just like want people to look at them we're talking about bikers and then now we're both gonna get murdered in our homes so like uh yeah i know because they are like an organized group of people who don't like you to say anything other than i'm a bike enthusiast so i'm getting right. that on a shirt so that way, like, next time I walk around town, be like, no, secretly I'm a bike enthusiast. Like, my other Honda is a Harley or something. I don't know. Okay, but also, though, just, like, picture in your head a biker that would be listening to this podcast. That would be so weird. That would be, like, definitely, like, outside of your, like, scope of, like, what I envision your audience to be, which is kind of like a bunch of 30-something just bordering on the edge of not being millennial millennials. And then you've got that one biker named Steve, who's now really (laughs) pissed off about what he just heard. (laughs) Oh my God. That would be so amazing. And like, if he's having like a, he's having a glass of Prosecco because it's like the only time he can drink it without (laughs) getting judged by his friends. You know, he's just quietly, he's in a bubble bath with a bandana just having a glass of wine. You just alienated your one biker fan, and I hope (laughs) you, I just seriously hope you hate yourself now. (laughs) Oh, my God. I, like, I want that. I would love to have that, except, yeah, no, I would like that. I would like, I would take it. I would take a biker fan. That would be awesome. I mean, like, until now, you had a biker fan maybe until right now, but that would have been really great seven episodes ago or however many we're at now. But, no, so you asked me like my first like was it my first impression coming over the yeah. border or like okay yeah here. so like so you took the you're bus you, you get to the border and didn't you get sass from the border guard already I got so much sass so I was afraid of so I told my dad I was like wait a minute there's this thing where you can't bring food over the border and I didn't know it was like produce so I had brought mm-hmm. like lunch <laughs> like packed myself like the most Italian lunch ever it was like olives and salami and like um cheese it was like basically the whole like charcuterie board just in my purse because it's genetic and Um, no no first of all I want to stop you right there to say when you said purse because I carried what you once I picked you up from the bus station I carried what you had and not one purse was in sight. You had basically the biggest, heaviest bags I've ever seen a human carry. So don't say purse because you had like, (laughs) you had shopping bags of just stuff. So no, it was a, it was two duffel bags actually. Mm -hmm. And I know this Mm -hmm. because AJ is convinced that both of them belong to you and that I've stolen them from you. So if you're looking for your two bags that are actually mine they're at my house um so 
I no. So it was a huge bag because I never, I don't carry a purse. I carry a wristlet and then like a giant bag of stuff that I leave in my car. So it was that bag and yeah, it's huge and it's heavy. And I definitely had an entire charcuterie board in that bag. So I asked my dad, I was like, I brought lunch over the border and he's like, okay. I'm like, am I supposed to? He's like, well, I don't know. Like I haven't been over the border in a long time. So it's totally possible that things have changed. So he's like, just ask the people at Border Patrol, like whatever they are, customs, Mm -hmm. um, if it's okay that you have that with you, if you're nervous about it. But he's he's like, I really don't think they're going to worry about your lunch. So, of course, like, what's the first thing I do is I come up and stare at him. He's like, so you left the U.S. Why? I'm like, oh, well, not forever, just for a couple days. And like, he doesn't care about my vacation. Like, he doesn't give a shit. He just wants to know if I'm like up to no good. I'm like, I'm going to see Tony. And he's like, good for you. I'm like, this is my first time here. Like, I'm just like a first grader with my lunchbox full of Italian meats. And just like, this guy does not love me or care about me like my family does. And I'm just like, oh, God, this is so weird. So I'm like, my dad told me to tell you I brought lunch. (laughs) He just, because I'm so nervous. I'm like, I'm sure there'd be a better way. Like, hey, you know, I was told that, like, it's kind of a tricky issue bringing food over the border. I just want to bring to your awareness that, like, I do have a couple, like, food items with me. I hope that's okay instead. I'm like, my dad said I had to tell you I brought lunch. He's, <laughs> I don't care about that. I was like, oh, sorry. I didn't know if you did, though. So I told you in case you did. Can I, like, go? And, like, so that, of course, like, made them more suspicious. Like, of course. They had to, like, keep harassing me for a little while longer, like, why would you leave where you're from? Why would you ever travel? If it's that good, why would you leave? And I'm like, I mean, it's fine. You know, we have lots of people <laughs> and it's nice people smile when you walk by. I don't know. I wanted to go on a vacation. I wanted to experience another country. And he's like, huh. well, like he just did not. He didn't love me or care about me like my mom no. does. That's all. No, they're mean. <laughs> they're so mean. He was so mean to me. And I thought like, I don't know, like I wasn't coming to like take an important statue I was here to see your stupid ass I don't know (laughs) (laughs) apparently you're a national treasure though so I am and don't ever forget that no I won't now not after the way border patrol treated me about your ass I'm not gonna forget that anytime soon (laughs) oh my god okay and didn't you tell me you thought that there was a lot of Canadian things on the way like flags and red and white only thing we didn't do was drive through puddles of maple syrup that is the only like everything else was so uncomfortably Canadian so I'm like it couldn't be that different because it's I live three and a half like hours from the border maybe four so like you know Canada couldn't be that different the minute we crossed the border there was like 11 Canadian flags on every building people had Canadian flag bumper stickers and like I'm used to people saying that oh Americans have American flags on everything you guys they make do not to the extent that I saw near the Canadian border I promise you and like every business was called Canadian something like Canadian auto repair, Canadian video king, can or like whatever, like Canadian like air conditioner repair, official electrical whatever of Canada, like everything was like of Canada. This is Canadian, like we're Canadian, just all over the place. And I'm like, wait, just 
a fucking second, would you please? Because everybody's always saying, oh, you Americans and your flags on everything. As I stand there, just like, like the, the bus driver even basically had like two Canadian flags, like sticking out of his ears. I'm just like, this is incredible. Oh like, my God. <laughs> just, I call bullshit on Canadian people right now. If they ever said anything about Americans having a lot of flags, just saying. I don't see that. Like I, I, don't know the last time I even noticed a Canadian flag like on outside of schools they have a flag do you think it's because we're on like they were on the border and it's like just in case you fucking forgot where you wandered into maybe this is Canada bitch I mean Americans they do spend a lot of time just accidentally wandering over the border I know it's very confusing for you guys but there is actually like a place that you have to go through (laughs) Um, excuse I know, me, the signs are half in French. It's like, very easy to confuse. I know that you guys think everything is yours. However, there are clearly marked indicators of this is Canada versus this is not Canada. And so we're just trying to make sure as good neighbors that you know where you are. And I think that that's nice. <laughs> I'm sorry, did you think you guys had like sovereignty or something? Is that <laughs> I know. What I'm <laughs> I know Canada thinks of itself as like its own country and the United States sort of thinks as Canada is like, that's other hours. That's oh my that's God. Mine. Like, and oh. we're like, oh, that's South Canada. People love when you say that. Right. Oh, that's, that's South Canada. And they're like the States and you're like, yeah, South Canada. Yeah. Those ones. You're like See? sort of like our drunk cousins, you know? Yes. Especially right that now. You're like, you're like our scary drunk cousins where we're like, um, I think they're okay, but Chad needs therapy. Like that's how it is. Yes. We all, we all need a lot of therapy. There's nobody here that doesn't need <laughs> therapy. Even people who don't want it kind of acknowledge like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to do that. That's not my thing. But like, I, I could probably use it. Like, yes. Yeah. Okay. So what yes, would Chad. you say was the what was your biggest surprise? Like being in Canada for the first time, what was the biggest surprise for you? I don't know if it was the money, which is definitely something that needs to be talked about, mm-hmm. or the fact that you told me that everybody has a jar of pickled beans in their fridge. Like not everybody, but everybody has had, like we all have pickled beans. Like that's just a thing. Pickled, like how have you not had a fucking pickled bean before? Like that didn't make sense to me. In my life. That's yeah, but like, like, what do you no. have? Okay, what do you have that's pickled? Because you would have all the things like beets and beans and carrots, like all of that, right? Well, yeah, so you can get those here, but usually like from like a country store or your grandma's pantry, like you can't just go to like a large grocery chain like Costco or, you know, whatever and be like I'd like pickled beans please and I know this because I did this and the guy didn't even bother to respond to me he just looked at me for a very long time and like looked kind of worried and walked away like there were no pickled beans forthcoming like I looked everywhere (laughs) like (laughs) it was yeah basically all I did was like embarrass myself like you would have thought that I was going up to people and be like do you have pickled fetuses like, can I get like a pickled fetus? And everyone's like, well, that's not real. So I'm not even going to respond. Like, she's obviously a hallucination. Like, <laughs> nobody, nobody wanted to help me out. So Okay, but you did you ask your mom? Did, has she had pickled beans? No, the only time that we can think of that we've ever had a pickled bean is like, we went to this restaurant um, in a nearby town called Corning. And it's like kind of like a fancier restaurant. 
And one of their appetizers was called a pickle plate. It was a bunch of pickled vegetables that you don't usually get outside of like pickling them yourself, like cauliflower and watermelon rind and all of these other crazy Mm, things. And I'm I'm pretty sure there was a pickled bean, but we were like, oh, how charmingly novel. Like it was (laughs) so weird. So when I went there and I was like, I didn't know because it was in that Caesar drink. And I was like, pulled it out and I was like, what is this? And you just looked at me like I was high and I was like looking at you like you were high (laughs) and neither of us were not that yet no Um, (laughs) like not then okay but yeah you look shocked and you're like what is this and I was like what the what does it look like it's a fucking bean and you're like why is it pickled and why is it in my drink and I was like because that like what else do you put in a Caesar but then I forgot like that was your first time also having a Caesar and you and I life Okay, so I'm gonna gonna back up super quickly. I've gotten, I think we went completely off like where I was going, but we have been friends since 2012, and we talk every day, almost every single day, except on the weekends. It's either like maybe a text or whatever, but really for eight years we've talked almost every single day, and you've never been to Canada. This was your first time. And we always talk about how there's a difference between, you know, where you are, where I am. I've been to where you are. And then finally last year you came here. And like, I was surprised at how different, like I've been to the States, you know that I've been a bunch of Mm -hmm. places and it, nothing prepared me for the area that you live in. Like, I don't know if you could just like warn people about that, but it was so different I was like okay this is like America like when people are like oh America like this is what they're talking about because I'd never I've only been to big cities or like Fargo and so they're different like Fargo's like their own thing they're basically Canada I'm gonna get in that's so much what everyone thinks that. of Fargo as I feel like and it's like oh I went to Fargo and everyone's like yeah well that's like not that doesn't yeah. count as anything here <laughs> like really yeah it's like it kind of feels the same. Like it doesn't really feel that much different there than Winnipeg. And we're so like I think it's um a three hour drive from here. If you have a good border guard, it's like a three hour drive. So maybe four max, but it's not that far. So but you there was so many things that you were surprised about here that I guess maybe I could have told you about, but we've never like we've talked about our money before. But yes. But I guess nothing how- could have prepared me for that. No. And so I would like you to tell anybody that's listening, all 40 people. (laughs) No, I think it's more than that, but it feels like 40. Um, I want you to tell everybody how you felt about Canadian money, because I've never seen anybody do this with money before, ever. I mean, nothing you said. And like, yes, I had heard rumors that it was different. I had heard rumors that it was colorful. I've maybe seen pictures. I've seen Canadian coins. I mean, you you don't live this close to the border. Like we actually here will accept Canadian coins. Like if you're at the grocery store and you've got a handful of change and like half of it's Canadian coins, you don't think anything of it. Neither does the cashier. So I've seen the coins like I've seen, you know, like it's yeah. So I have seen pictures of the money. Nothing you said could have prepared me for the magic and wonder and the goddamn majesty of like <laughs> the actual <laughs> physical reality of Canadian money because it is the most tactile 
and sensual experience I have ever had in my life. (laughs) Do you remember when you took all of the bills out of my wallet and you were like, oh, my God, you were so excited. You took all of the money out of my wallet and I caught you more than once, not just one time, more than once I would look over and you would be like rubbing a $20 bill on your arm and then you wouldn't (laughs) stop smelling it. And I was like, it's not going to smell different. Like all of them are going to smell like somebody's pants. No, it didn't though. Unless Canadians have the best smelling pants in the world because that shit smelled like straight up marshmallows. Like I'm not kidding. It It absolutely did not. (laughs) I've never seen anybody touch money like that before. It just, you rubbed it everywhere. Like you had it on your arm, you had it on your face and you're like, it's so soft. Because it was silky. They were like little squares of like perfect, like it felt like that's how it must feel to be on ecstasy. I wouldn't know. I've not tried it, but like that has to be what it is because I swear to God, like just touching that thing to my arm made every hair stand on end because it is literally aside from a baby's cheek, the softest thing my skin has ever experienced. Like it was silky. It was like, that's the only way I can describe it is Canadian money is a sensual delight because it smells different. Yes, it does. I don't know if you've ever smelled American bills. They smell like almost like, um, they have like a weird like metallic funk to them kind of yeah probably yeah because it they're does usually yeah like they're usually carried in close proximity to like change if you like stuff it in your pocket or like your wallet but like Canadian money I swear to you maybe it's just because you smell good or something <laughs> like, <laughs> the money smelled like sugary and soft and like it was pastel rainbow like pastel rainbow, like ours is the color of baby poop, like baby yeah. poop if they've eaten too much like green beans or something. Yeah, like, your money looks the same. It all looks the same. And I know you say that it doesn't, but it really it does. does. not. No. It oh does. God. It looks all, it's all the same color. How do you know? Like you're not giving somebody like two fifties. Like you have to check. I have well, to the check giant every numbers written in the bottom corner. Okay. Besides that, good. sometimes you know when you don't look hard and you're like, oh, that was the 50. Fuck. Not that I always have 50 American dollars, but well, right. But you have had and like, Mm -hmm. so it's like you're just in your training. Like you don't look at the like there are vague, like very, very faint color differences. But like that's something that only a person who works with colors all day would notice. Like I've told people that the money is different colors and nobody believes me. But like you're just more trained to look at the the numeric indicator on the bottom of the, the bill, like or in the four corners of the bill and like you know like the five dollar bill has like five it's like two inches high written like this big gigantic five so you just look at that you don't like look at the color although I think it would be a much more American friendly system if we were to actually make them color coded because it's simpler like I would love to be like oh it's 50 bucks so I obviously grabbed the red bill (laughs) well you know just just, we've got to like accept the realities in which we dwell be careful because Americans listen to this. I actually, I feel like I'm going to have to cut this out of the podcast later, but I got a message from somebody that he's British, but he lives in India and he's been listening, listening to my podcast. And I'm just like, this is blowing my mind. Did I not tell you that this was going to blow up? I got the electric tingles and I don't get that unless it's a thing. No, you did get tingles, man. I'm so glad I finally got my shit together. Anyways, let's go back to, let's go back to your experience in Canada. 
So the money you weren't expecting, um, the Canadian flags and the red and white things called Canadian whatever you weren't expecting. Was there mm-hmm. anything else that you were like, oh, wow, that's very different? Um, yeah, there's a couple of th- things. One is that you have police officers in your liquor store, um, oh, yeah. mm-hmm. which I was worried that it had been robbed and that we were, you know, how I'm constantly in a state of alarm like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that became fair. an issue. Yeah, I, I did not understand. I thought I was walking into a crime scene. Apparently, it's just completely just like run of the mill part of the course. Like this is just and, what our liquor stores are like. Yeah. And that was like nothing. That was like minimum in Winnipeg. It's way, way, way worse. I was flabbergasted. I was yeah. taken aback. I was startled. So, yeah, I know. That I was saw. Weird. you actually stopped in the doorway. Well, yeah, because I was like, (laughs) all my danger things went off because if you're where I live, which is like, you know, the country, if there's cops in the liquor store, it's because some shit went down. Like, and you don't want to be in there. (laughs) (laughs) Clear the area. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so you were surprised about that. What else? And they bring the credit card machine to your table, like to you, like some sort of like Russian Pasha, like some sort of like prince. What? To check out. That was astonishing. I had no idea the guy brought a machine to me and all I could do was like stand there and blink at him. I'm like, "What, what the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, did you want to pay for the food or did you want to like wash dishes? And I'm like, no, I totally want to. He didn't say that, but that's like more or less the vibe I was getting. And so I was like, well, naturally, like, yeah, I would like to pay you for the food. He's like, yes. So this box, it's connected to like the interwebs and like you put your card in it. I'm like, no, like I've seen them. I've just never had one presented to me on a goddamn silk pillow. So thank you. No, like I, do you, you don't have that there. You must no. have seen that. Like they don't do that in New York City. No, you put your card in like they bring you uh, like a black envelope type thing, like a big, oh. big uh, I don't even know what to call it. It's oh, like a yeah, tall the little black folding oblong. thing. Yeah. Yes, yeah, that thing. Okay. So you put it, you like they give you the receipt in there. You look over your bill and like it'll have a little area to include a tip and a signature. And then you put yeah. that on there. You give them the card in this little slot in that you hand it to them. They go take care of everything, and then they come back with your card. I've okay. I have been to the states more than once, and I've never, ever, ever noticed that. Like never. Yeah, in the city, that's how they did it. What? And I've never. Yeah, I never noticed that. So you guys don't have like movable debit, like debit machines where they. Like I'm sure you do, like Square, you know, or like Shopkeep, or like something like that, but. Typically at a restaurant, they have like a real cash register. Not like, not that square. I, I have square in my own business. I, <laughs> we a square. real cash register. Like there's some but old like, timey like guy a, with like one of those little hats and glasses smoking a cigar, taking everybody's payments. Like, oh my God. Yes. Like the clear green visor. And he's got like a striped vest and a mustache. <laughs> okay. I want to at every that. American restaurant. <laughs> Can we start a petition for that? Because that would be amazing. Oh, absolutely. They call him the concierge de bill pay. I don't know what they would call him. <laughs> that would be amazing, though. I never noticed that, ever. Yeah. Not once. Oh, that's, I mean, every even when I was in Philadelphia, like, that's, like, I was there about a year ago, and um, yeah. they 
yeah, that's pretty much how they took our money. Like there was no, they did not bring you a little machine. And if they did, I would have been like, what the Canadian fuck is going on in here? (laughs) The Canadian shenanigans. Oh my God. You're like, have you been talking to my friend? Did she make you, did she put you up to this? Yeah. Did Tony put you up to this and be like, ma'am, please leave. Like, oh yes, she did. Oh my God. Then you might not have to pay. That'd be great. Okay. What else? So the debit machines apparently, which I don't remember you even commenting on actually. No, ask, ask your friend Hirsch because I'm pretty sure I made him feel very concerned for at least 10 minutes because I (laughs) pretty sure I went on a pretty pretty good size rant about it at the table. And I think he was worried. So I don't remember that at all. That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah it was I funny was too because he messaged me like way later after. And he's like, yeah, you guys are, I can, he's like, I get why you guys are so close because you're like the same person and you never shut up. And I was like, no, that actually makes a lot of sense. It does. And how many people there asked if we were sisters everywhere we went? Everybody, everybody. That was crazy. I don't oh think you and I realized we had any similarities. Mm-mm, never. No. Until well, they I were always, like, everyone okay. thought we were sisters. I know. And I always look at you and I'm like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. And then, you know, like I've, I've seen you naked more than once. I've taken your photos. I've edited your photos for hours and hours and hours. And I've never been like, oh, wow, we look so similar. Yeah, no, I mean, like, thank you for the compliment, by the way. That was very... Hi, I'm upstairs! Sorry. Um, Thank you for that. And I've always thought you were an absolute knockout and someone that I aspired to look like. You're just saying that because I said it. Fuck off. No, I really, I don't have time for fucking, like, (laughs) fake compliments, literally. (laughs) So, I don't have time to come up with that shit off the cuff. Like, that's how I actually felt. So... And now that I now that people have said that we look alike, I've been more aware of it. Yeah. Um, You're like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I see it. I think like the the only main difference where you can tell we're not related is I have like twice the eyebrows. (laughs) I feel like it's a little bit of like the height too. like I'm quite a bit taller than you are. Yeah, I'm like either five, four or five, five. I don't really know. Yeah, like you're a, you're very you're very petite. And <laughs> then I feel like beside you, I just look like this big, beefy wrestler. I'm like, this is my girlfriend. And people are like, hey, oh calm down. <laughs> you're oh my hilarious. God. No, so we just sad. basically look the same. And we both have pink hair and we both yes. are like fairer skinned. Like you're like less fair, but. Like, well, I have Irish like freckle. I think that's the only thing that makes it like darker. And I yeah, tan, I think I like, tan a lot easier than you do. Yeah, I don't tan at all, period, except the stuff that I've slathered all over my body oh about my an hour God. ago. I, I did like, it again. That gives me so many nightmares. I know. I'm sorry. It's this is the best one I've ever used, though. I got it from Target. It's called Tanology. Yeah. You know, which wasn't the best one that you've used is the one that you had on when we did a photo shoot that one I know and then I read up on that apparently Saint-Tropez tan you can't use with other kinds like at all like they have a reaction and that's like what happened oh but I that didn't was bad I was like I looked like a rotten potato mm. it was uh it was interesting it was interesting yeah. <laughs> okay <laughs> <It was> bad. <laughs> okay so the money surprised you the Canadian stuff surprised you the um, what is it? The little debit machines coming to your table. Yeah. People's um, reaction. 
reaction to me reacting to the money surprised me. Yeah. Well, that one girl, she, I think she thought like something's not right with you. Like, I think she felt like you're not okay. Cause you wouldn't I mean, stop. I licked the money. You did. I saw her. your, I saw your tongue come out. I did. <laughs> I, I, I just, she's cause like you were like tasted it's flavored. And like in my, in my rational thinking mind, I knew that that wasn't the case, but my but curious yet, there mind. You were. Yeah. You yes. Were. Mm-hmm. The curious childlike part of my mind reasserted itself and, and claimed dominance in that moment. And, and the then tip her of my and I were tongue. both like, oh, my God, like, don't yeah. like that. Because you can mm-hmm. get very sick. And that was I was not high then either. And so no. I, I did. I think I tasted the money. I'm not sure. I don't remember. Um, I did not get sick. But yeah, so I was like, wow, your money is crazy. Like, and I was just so excited and I wanted to share my joy with somebody, um, which when you do that, you open yourself up to being very vulnerable. And I shared my joy so fucking hard. And I was probably the 11th tourist that day who had sort of gone on at length about the wonders of Canadian money and Canada as a whole. And I was like, the money is just so beautiful and it's pastel rainbow and it smells nice and it's silky to the touch. And then she just like stares at me and like the life had gone out of her eyes years ago because (laughs) she just had seen some shit. And like, so she just stares at me with just like no love, like no joy, like no No. anything behind her eyes other than like, Mm -hmm. get me away from her. And she goes, yeah, the whole place is just a fucking theme park. It's like, oh, that was so spicy. <laughs> yeah, she was spicy, which is kind of funny for a girl working at like a cute like chocolate coffee shop on Queen Street. It was like, why are you so mad? It was a shop that literally specialized in chocolate. And like, mm-hmm. that's like going to like Willy Wonka's chocolate factory and the Oompa Loompas just did not fucking want to be there. <laughs> like, how yeah. do you not? I don't know. Yeah, she wasn't there for it. She was not excited. No, the Oompa Loompas cared so much about their job that they were willing to like throw people into garbage incinerators and like (laughs) waterfalls of chocolate until they drowned. Like this girl did not have the same passion for chocolate. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. Like, that's okay. But yeah, she definitely like she I couldn't tell if she hated me or thought that that was amusing. But I'm like pretty sure she needed me to leave. And that's yeah, okay. She was like done with us. She just wanted us to take our chocolate coffee and get the fuck out. Yeah. And we didn't. We sat down for like a while. Oh, we did. I got some really <laughs> I got some really good pictures at that coffee shop too. Oh, do you know what else was really, what? really surprising about Toronto? What? Nobody walked like they had anywhere to be ever again. And I thought they walked fast. No. Well, no. I felt like they did. <laughs> okay. Everybody no. was walking like they were okay. on a Sunday morning stroll no. with their betrothed. Not, you're yes. a fucker. Not that whole time, because the only time that happened, I feel the only time that happened was the day that the streets were shut down from the Raptors winning. So, like, everybody was going slow because there was, like, nowhere for anybody to go. Like, they were just out there to, like, celebrate the Raptors winning. But like no, that was the worst. No. Like the whole time you thought it was like that? The whole time. I just kind of wanted to walk behind people and clap out a rhythm with my hands. Like, come on. I mean, to set a lively pace, (laughs) I'm going to need you all to keep 
public. Let's go. Like, no, like nobody, everybody was just walking. Like they were just like left church that morning and were just like thinking about God's will. And I just was like, okay, like, but I want to get to the next like activity or delight. And everybody, <laughs> no, everybody, it was in everybody's interest to keep me from having fun is what it felt like. Oh my God, that's hilarious. The only, I would say, the one thing that I remember you acknowledging besides for the Caesars, which, which we'll get into in a minute, but yes. um, when I told you that I was not prepared for how big everybody was where you are, I think you are not prepared for how small everybody was there. The only big guys I saw, and I know that this is like you can edit this out if you have to, the only big guys there were like your black men. And that's like, you know, that's what we have here. Like the the black dudes are big dudes, you know, like that's why yeah. they like are football players. And like, so I saw those, but like your, your white people were little. <laughs> I was just very <laughs> surprised by that. Yeah. Like I was so shocked about how like all of your friends, like your husband, like everybody was like big like not fat but just like big like everybody sort of like towered over me and they seemed all like like everybody seemed like a big farm boy even though like none of the people I don't think you introduced me to were farm people because like I don't think you know anybody with a farm but like everybody just seemed like a big everybody was like a big guy and I'm used to Jared who's like 150 pounds if that and he's like six two so he's like dick and ribs and then <laughs> I go to your like I go to where you are and everybody is just like everybody looks like a football player that drives a truck and and well, yeah that's like, an accurate assessment everybody who lives here is a football player that drives a truck that's oh, a real I'm not yeah. even just saying that that's like basically like <laughs> when you live in a country town in America all the That's guys it. played football or their dads didn't love them and you <laughs> grow up to drive a pickup truck. Oh my god. Isn't Aaron in football? He was. He was. Like he didn't like before. it. He doesn't like being touched basically. But yeah, he was in football. Oh my God. Um, but yeah, that's like, that's a thing here. So yeah, that's pretty much football players that drive trucks. But yeah, like that's, um, to me, they're just normal sized dudes. I don't think like I know too many guys under six feet tall. Like they're all just basically, and I, I do wonder if it's like a, I don't want to say I live in the country. Like I'm standing in the middle of like a busy street right now, but it is rural New York. Like this is like, like I can walk to the nearest farm pretty much. Like it's, yeah, it's a that, small, yeah. small area. That's crazy. Yeah. Everybody there just was like a big, like big guy. And then here I just feel like everybody, like a lot of the guys are like, not petite. That's like the worst word to use for a guy ever. But like they do, they seem a lot smaller compared to where you are. But then I don't remember noticing that in like, you know, like New York or Seattle. Like I don't remember ever thinking like, oh, wow, everybody here is like big. Like everybody just seems like regular. But maybe it's a country I, thing. I don't know. I think so. Because now I've never thought about it actively really. Like I've not until you kind of brought it to my awareness. And like, once you did, like last time I was in New York city, you really don't see a bunch of hulking dudes. You see kind of mm -mm. like, you know, I don't want to call them like, you know, like metrosexual emo, like, you know, 
kind of skinny, you know, like that's like, I feel like what you see though is like hipster dudes, like nobody, how many six foot five, like muscular hipsters do you know? Like maybe there's seven and I don't know any of them. I've never met one. I feel like I see them on Instagram and I'm like, that's not real. Fuck off. Right. So I do wonder if it's like the difference between like you go like that corn fed country boy, like versus like the (laughs) like city slickers. Like, I don't know. But yeah, that's so that's so funny. And I'm sure you didn't expect literally everybody to be packing heat either. I don't know if we're allowed to talk about that. But okay, I got to say, basically, everybody had a gun. Every single person. Remember when I was like, this is going to be 40 minutes. <laughs> Every single person that you introduced me to, I think, like probably not your mom, probably, or your children, but like everybody. <laughs> My mom has a gun. That would be amazing. Does she? No, she does. She has a gun. Are you, are you serious? Yeah. Don't she doesn't talk, really carry you know it because Don't you fucking ever talk about my Nancy like that. Never I, again. I, you are going to have to talk to her about that because my mom loves going to the shooting range and she's got <gasps> shaky hands and bad eyes. No, so. Nancy, you do not. No, don't yeah. talk about my Italian New York mother like that. I refuse Don't get to me started on garbage. my grandpa with the sh- shaky hands, one eye and a Glock. And See, when you say <laughs> when you say that, then I'm like, that's the most American thing you've ever said. <laughs> yeah, maybe. That's <laughs> oh my god yeah everybody had a gun and then I give you shit about that all the time and then the first day you were here four people got shot in Toronto and I was like okay I'm gonna shut the fuck up now but see here we would just call that good high spirits like when when your friend was like yeah I don't know I was gonna go to the strawberry festival and I was gonna bring my gun but then I left it at home and I was like excuse the fuck out of me saying strawberry festival and then gun in the same sentence is not like a thing that is in my language to compute and I was like I know I like I for sure my mouth opened and I was like what like huh that was surprising That's that's a thing that happened. And like, I just don't. And I told you, I'm like, everybody here does not have guns and like shoot each other. Everything you've heard about America is so blown out of proportion and not true. And then you got here. and I'm like, also, everybody I know has a gun. Sorry. Yeah, you're like, except for me. You know what? That wasn't what surprised me. What surprised me? Well, I mean, it, it definitely did surprise me. But like how big everybody like the guys were not the girls, but the guys like how big the guys were all the time. And then um, the fact that like everybody like choose tobacco that I didn't I like have only seen that in movies and I was like that's not real and then everybody always had like little puffy cheeks and then they would like move it around and I'm like what is in your mouth like how much gum do you fucking have and it was always (laughs) like little pouches of tobacco and I was like I've honestly my grandpa I think chewed tobacco when I was really little And but he would have like a container and it was never in like a pouch. It was like just like loose tobacco in a container, which I don't know which one is worse, really, honestly. They're both like I don't want either. I would say, yeah, they're both probably pretty wretched. Like, I don't I don't know if one's worse or better. I think like, you know, like filtered cigarettes are better than unfiltered cigarettes, I guess. But like, I don't know if there's a difference with those. But yeah, almost like a lot of guys here too, like a lot of my male friends do. I think it's revolting. Like I yeah, just I've never seen don't that. I didn't know that it. was like a thing that people did in like the two thousands. I was like, 
that's crazy. That surprised me. That I was Yeah, I would say that's a weird country thing type thing as well. And I say country as I'm standing here in an area that like nobody but me would identify as the country, I think. But like, yeah, I would say that we definitely have a lot of like weird country-ish habits and certainly my teeny, teeny, tiny town that I live in. I'm in a different town than I live right now, but like, yeah, like a lot of them chew tobacco. Like it's, I would say it's like pretty, pretty common. Yeah. I've never seen that before. I didn't know that that was like a thing that happened. It's really gross. Yeah, it's pretty awful, honestly. It's gross. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> like, when you see them move it in their cheeks and you're like, what is that? Is that gum? And it's fucking not at all. I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God. What does your breath smell like? It does. Like- and I know their breath smells like, like, I don't even know how to describe it, like, bad tea or something. <gasps> like, yeah. It's. Oh, my goodness. I know. Anyways. <laughs> Was there anything else that besides for the Caesar that you were surprised about? I'm so glad. I'm, yes. I feel so vindicated, you know. Pea meal bacon. What the fuck is that? Oh, yeah. That was a breaded right. pork chop. That was a breaded, like, breaded boneless pork chop, not bacon. What is pea meal? That was like, that was basically <laughs> like, that was a, yeah, that was like a breaded, like, fried like pork cutlet <laughs> like what like so that was like... surprising <laughs> if I ate pork I would have been like more excited about it but you were pumped because I think you got that on your drink didn't you or no it no, was, a, it was on a burger. burger right yeah I ordered a bacon cheeseburger and that is not what I got because it said with is a bacon cheeseburger with pea meal bacon and I'm like oh that's like the kind of like animal they get it from or how it's like cured or something. And like, I basically got like a slice of pork tenderloin on my burger and I'm like, I'm not complaining. Like, you were so at like, all. you picked it up with two fingers and you're like, what the fuck is this? And I was like, that's bacon, dude. Like, <laughs> what the fuck no. is this? It was a tiny pork roast on my sandwich. That was absolutely not bacon at all. Oh my God. Okay, so back to the Caesar, because that one was my favorite. I just, I think it's my favorite because I feel like I won. And because I feel like you do too, and I'm bitter about it. I I almost want to like pretend I didn't like the drink just to be like, like, I'm right. And like, no, I can't, I can't lie. I know the best drink. Caesars are the best drink. And I'm so glad that I like them now because it took me forever because I never used to like them. I hated them. And one summer, like everybody was ordering them all the time. And so, you know, when you get a Caesar, you always get a snack with it. It's got like a pickled bean or a pickle. And sometimes you get them with the. Oh, that's loud. What is that? Oh, it's probably a motorcycle that just drove by. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. You know how you like you get stuff with it and so like everybody would order a Caesar and get a snack and I'm like fuck I gotta I gotta like this so I spent a whole summer just making myself drink them over and over again and eventually I was like this is the best drink ever like I can't stop and then you and I argued for like three years you're like no Bloody Marys they're way better and I'm like bitch you don't know and now and I didn't know I didn't know I was so wrong and I can I cannot blame you for thinking initially there's no way I'm drinking one of those because it's like essentially like cold alcoholic soup. Like it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense to drink that. Like, especially when you're like, why would I drink that? Why would I drink a tomato based beverage when I could have a cosmopolitan or yeah. 
like a white Russian or something like infinitely more pleasant sounding than a drink that's made of tomatoes and pickles. Like, cause that sounds like a nightmare. And then you drink it and you're like, just kidding. So yeah, I bloody Mary is like my favorite drink. I make them at home all the time. Sometimes I even make myself virgin ones and I will have it for breakfast on my way to work, like olives and all just like tomato juice. And like, Oh my God, I love it. So like the bloody Mary is, I love it so much that I don't care if it has vodka in it at all. So you're like the Caesar's better, the Caesar's better. And I'm like, bullshit, because like the Bloody Mary is the perfect drink. Like how, how could anything ever be better? And then I ordered one. Yeah. <laughs> and I had a pickled bean in it, which I was like, what the fuck is the fucking <laughs> salad in my drink for? <laughs> I tasted it. And like literally that one sip, I like, I had to have drank that thing so fast. Like I don't yeah. even, that was in that, now that had real bacon in it. That did not have pea meal bacon in it. That no, had an actual piece of bacon. It's a different cut of bacon, but it's still called bacon. No, it's pork roast. Oh my it's, god, it's, there's no way that was bacon. <laughs> Such <laughs> like, a hillbilly. Like, reject that. <laughs> I yes, like 100. Oh percent I will own that. So no, that like that had a pickled bean. I can't remember. I have a picture of it somewhere. Like what else was in it? But uh, that was like it was pure heaven. I'm like. How could anything be better than a Bloody Mary? I don't know, but this is like this is. And I I tried to make one at home and it wasn't the same. Like, I think I just need to brush up on it. But yeah, that blew my mind. Like I 100 percent bow to the Canadian people on that one. Like, bravo. Like that was um, (laughs) jolly good show. That is like blew me away. I love it. Okay. So I was like, this is going to be 40 minutes and it's 57. Um, oh, geez. But we'll once just I cut a ed- bunch of it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> once cut I it edit down. it, it'll be a little bit shorter. Um, but I, so I want to give you a chance to like talk about your, like, if you want to talk about your business or your Instagram or your YouTube channel, like, what do you want to, like all the things, like just okay. shout it out for the 40 people that listen. <laughs> I think you probably have significantly more than 40 people because how do you not listen to gold like this? Like I listen to every episode and I would even if I didn't know and love you because every episode is like this little treat. And it's so hard to say that. Oh, my God. What is that sound? I don't know. Like, what? Oh, I know what it is. Fucking like five motorcycles. (gasps) We just talked about them. They're like, (laughs) as I stand outside of my salon, swearing like a sailor, drinking sparkling wine out of a coffee mug in like boxer shorts. It's fine. Oh, my God. It's fine. Is that the pants that you found? You're like, oh, I found clothes to wear. That's what you're wearing? Yeah, I'm wearing Rob's underwear. Oh, my God. Maggie. I told you I don't fit in any of my clothes right now. There's oh my God. I, I had no clothes. I can't. I can't. Okay. No clothes doesn't mean some clothes that I'm refusing to wear. No clothes means I legitimately. Oh my God. I am oh fresh God. out of clothing. There's okay. no clothes. No. Like, so I'm saying that, like, but I'm literally sitting. I'm, I'm not even kidding you. I'm sitting almost completely naked on like an exercise ball. Because it's so hot up here. I'm like, the back of my knees is sweating. And I all I have on is underwear. And only because I was worried that this ball would, like, smell like pussy if I didn't have I was going to say, I don't know about the, like, hygienic, uh, you know, ramifications of that. And also, yeah, like, I got to wonder what a, like, exercise ball feels against your naked pussy. Like, how that's... <laughs> I've not done that yet. (laughs) 
I'll let you know later. Oh my god. A okay. list of things I haven't done. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. You're gonna see me at home oh later. I'm gonna be like wearing nothing and like drinking a Caesar, like rolling myself on an exercise ball. It's like nobody come in here. I need Don't to be alone for a while. Mommy's busy. Mommy's busy. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, what do you what do you want to shout out? Your do you like I don't know if you want to talk about your business because you're a business owner and you're amazing and I've been with you through all this process and it's so crazy. I'm not going to cry. You're having feelings. I'm not having feelings. Um yeah, no. so your business, your YouTube channel, Instagram, all the things. Well, we can definitely brush up on that really quick like I started a salon one year ago and while we um, were in Toronto and your phone while we were in and I was like literally can you fucking pay attention to me please and you're like hold on I just have to get this text it's like (laughs) I can't you were starting starting a business business. right now like right now (laughs) while I'm here and I was like um hey (laughs) drink the Caesar and put your phone down you fucking hole yeah um (laughs) next time you're here I'm turning my phone off like I'm just you're not and I don't even know how you're going to that with a straight face because I want to I want it so bad so (laughs) definitely like started this tiny little salon in an area that has refused to do things differently for many years nobody here has online booking most people here don't even know how to say balayage like let alone know how to do one it's just like a very small and that's not to say that there aren't salons that can do that but everybody has the same business model over and over and over again and so my partner and I decided that we could do it not only better but differently Mm -hmm. Um, and that different is enough you don't always need better when you can do different when you can offer people a different option and so that's what we did So a year ago, we were in a tiny little two-chair shop, and um, we grew that to three against everybody's better judgment because there was literally no space in there. Right. And (laughs) and today, we are up to an eight-chair salon with room for, we have an esthetician who just joined us, and then we have two rooms upstairs, which can be nails or massage. So we grew a nice big business. So we're... We're really, really, there goes a motorcycle. We're really, (laughs) (laughs) really, that was your, that's Steve. He's just circling around pissed off. Like he, he threw his mimosa glass into his bubble bath, (laughs) threw on his leather and stormed out of his house. Steve is circling the block and he's ready to fuck shit up. He's just waiting for us to stop. So, um, but yeah, if anybody wanted to like support that, teeny tiny journey we're on we're um, on Instagram um, at Jade and Rose Salon um, and then my personal beauty Instagram is so pretty by Maggie I'm on there as Maggie so pretty because that's not arrogant as all fuck <laughs> <laughs> if anybody felt like following I do like to follow people back because I like to see what people are up to um, but yeah every little bit counts even if you're not in my area even if I can never do your beautiful hair, um, just even supporting our little our little journey is enough, and we want to support you back. That's right. And what about your YouTube channel? Um, I haven't updated it lately, but I do plan to put some stuff on there, and that eventually. I think I'm on there also as yes, eventually. I really, yeah. really do plan to like once you know we just reopened after the virus a pandemic. And, <laughs> yeah, yeah, like after a pandemic, no big deal in a giant new building and like all of a sudden have these new people working for us. So 
Um, but yeah, like once I get back on that, which will hopefully be soon, it is, I think I'm on there as Maggie's So Pretty. And I think so. so. Yeah. Maggie's So Pretty on YouTube. And is your, I actually forget, is your Instagram So Pretty by Maggie? Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Yep. Okay. So Jaden Rose Salon, So Pretty by Maggie and So Pretty on in, uh, YouTube also. Yeah. Maggie So okay. Pretty on YouTube. That's wonderful. Thanks, friend. Thank you. This was Thank so you. fun. I know <laughs> you're like, we're going to keep it under like 20 minutes. I'm like, oh, yeah. are you? That's so cute. No, you're not. <laughs> we've, but that's no, okay. we've, I don't think we've ever talked for 20 minutes, actually. No. No. Like, in I eight talk years. for 20 minutes at you sometimes. I know, but I love it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I wasn't um, going to stop. <laughs> so next time, I actually, like, we didn't, I didn't do like a big crazy introduction, but next time I want to talk about. Um, long distance friendship because you are in New York and I'm here in Winnipeg and we still literally talk almost every single day and we have gotten each other through many different things and um, it's crazy and nobody ever everybody thinks we're insane for how we met and why we're friends and why we're sisters like everybody thinks it's like the dumbest story ever and I think it's great because people fucking meet on like tinder and they're like I met the love of my life and I'm like yeah so did I but it was on twitter so go fuck yourself I know I hate (laughs) that the reaction that I get and from people that I know have done far weirder things they're like oh so who's this Tony you're talking about and I'm like oh my gosh she's like my best friend she lives in Canada and everyone's like how did you meet somebody and become best friends with someone that lives like in like the farthest reaches of Canada. I'm like, oh, well, it's kind of a weird story, you know, like we met on Twitter and yeah. Um, and then we just kind of went from there and everyone's like, that's creepy. And I'm like, okay, Joanne, don't act like you didn't meet some guy whose name you don't know on Tinder and have sex behind a dirty dumpster, like in the McDonald's <laughs> parking lot. Like that's okay. Yeah. Because it doesn't challenge your social norms. <laughs> no, we haven't. Not we've when I ever had several sex. passes at you. You just reject yeah. me every time. I've seen you <laughs> naked so many times. I've I've even asked you to shave your pussy. And I, you did. You know, and that's just, that's called pure, true love. And yes. I, people are very judgy about it and I don't appreciate it. So we're going to talk about it one time. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to because I oh feel like if you have like met somebody named Chad and like, had sex up against the wall of like an abandoned church and like that's okay but like <laughs> but we're not allowed to be friends it's weird yeah like the friendship yeah. is what creeps people out I'm like oh okay like I'm sorry I thought like people drew the line at exchanging bodily fluids with perfect strangers that they found on the internet but like you know friendship is where <laughs> no that's, that's too weird. much too far too far oh sorry life support no that's too far yeah no, Mm-mm. don't be like friends with people. <laughs> like if you met her, she could kill you. I'm like, yeah, but Stan that you met, like, you know, at a kegger, like <laughs> after meeting on Tinder, saying you're going to meet at a high school party and you had sex like on someone's pickup truck. Like that's safe, though. That's good. <laughs> it's good, safe it. fun. Oh, my God. You're the best. Have a fucking great day. Thanks for doing I this. I will. Thank you for letting <laughs> me. I'm here anytime. <laughs> Oh, my God. Okay. I'm going to hang up now. All right, friend. I love you. Okay. I love you. Bye. Bye.